Welcome to the show. Welcome to The Dose. I'm going to give you a micro dose of leadership traits today. Short episode today, an episode that you can listen in your drive to work or your quick little exercise and have some actionable steps that you can improve in your leadership journey, if you will. And I want to talk today about the 14 leadership traits that I learned in the Marine Corps. This was foundational. I learned this week one in my when I started my professional career with the Marine Corps. I never talked about this collectively, which I was kind of surprised that I never have. I've certainly talked about these 14 traits individually throughout these episodes in these nine years. But let's talk about this in this kind of concise episode, all 14 of them, because it's a great foundational layer. I talk to a lot of young and up-and-coming leaders, people who want to become better leaders, like coach leaders, and they want actionable steps. They want to know what to do. They want to know what books to read. They want to know what they do in certain situations. Well, leadership is easy to understand, like you've always heard me say. It's difficult to put into play because of the self-awareness, the intentionality. It's a constant thing. It's kind of exhausting, to be quite honest, because you always got to be on, and um, it takes a tremendous amount of discipline and intentionality to do that. But having these 14 traits in your hip pocket, having them in your brain, something that you can go back to in every situation because there are plenty of opportunities throughout the day, every interaction with another human being, every situation that you're placed with, every kind of gray area, what do I do here? Here's an opportunity to go back to these 14 leadership traits and kind of help you make the right decision. If you understand these 14 leadership traits that make up great leadership, it's a great foundation to kind of help you along your way. So it's a great actionable piece of gear, if you will, or actionable piece of knowledge to have with you. So the 14 traits we learned them was in an acronym, and the acronym was called JJ Did Tie Buckle, and I'll go through all of those. And so let's just jump right in. The first one, the first J, is justice. And I love that. That's the first one, right? Because a sense of justice ensures that we as leaders are focused on fair, fairness. We're focused on creating a, a healthy, robust meritocracy where you are looking at the individuals for their character traits, for their actions, for their output. And so the end result or the desired result that we should be striving for is a place where people feel completely confident that they're being judged for their skills, for their results, for their integrity, for their work ethic, et cetera, right? So it, it, it creates this kind of level playing field that everybody kind of talks about. So this isn't something, it seems to be something that's fairly new to people, but the Marine Corps has been talking about this as their first and foremost number one leadership trait to have is this, is this sense of fairness to make sure that people rise and fall on their own merits. So that's the first one, justice. Leaders focus on justice. The second uh, trait there, the second J, is judgment. And that's the ability to weigh all the facts, all the possible options and courses of action and making sure that we're making a sound decision, right? Sound judgment is not just the ability to make good decisions. It's, it's taking it a step further. It's good decisions, but it's the, the decisions that are in the right priority. Look, we're never short on the things we need to make decisions on. And so great leaders make sure that these decisions are, are aligned and in alignment with the intent of the organization, are in alignment with the wel- welfare of its people, and, and certainly in alignment with the overall mission of the organization. So you can't be a credible leader if you're not seen as someone displaying sound judgment. The third trait is decisiveness. So it's this ability, it's tied in with judgment, but it's this ability to make timely decisions. And I emphasize the word timely because I was taught, and I'm a firm believer of, 
If you want to set yourself apart as an individual, as a leader, as an and as an organization as a whole, make sure your ability have the ability to make timely decisions in a clear and forceful manner. I, I can't overemphasize it enough. There is such a lack of decisiveness in so many organizations, and it leads to stagnation and mediocrity. And it's based in, in fear. And we all understand why people are afraid to make decisions because they don't want to make a mistake. But you have to have this bias for action. You've got to be willing to accept the consequences of the decision. This is why this is hard, right? It's easier said than done, but wow, people are hungry for that. Leaders, senior leaders, most senior leaders, competent leaders that I know, they want their employees to make sound, timely decisions. A reasonable decision made with partial information is so much better than waiting around to get the perfect amount of information to make a decision that's probably going to be too late because you waited too long. Look, I know that this is difficult, but remember, the Marines do this with lives at stake, right? We've got lives at stake. You have to make sound and timely decisions. You can't wait around because stagnation and mediocrity is death. So you got to look at it that way in your organization as well. Don't accept stagnation and mediocrity. The good news is your decisions more than likely aren't going to be fatal. So encourage those decisions with partial information, all right? The fourth leadership trait is initiative. Again, a huge vacuum in organizations today, right? This ability to, for people, and it's a, most people don't do it, is they don't take action without orders. Taking action in the absence of orders is initiative, and you want to encourage that. And you yourself, you want to be the type of person that is asking for forgiveness instead of permission. Now, remember, what was the traits before this, was uh, decisiveness and judgment. So if you've got some good judgment and you've got the willingness to have um, the ability to make sound and timely decisions, that's taking initiative. Don't wait around. I mean, try to find out, but it's more important. Instead of trying to get permission, instead, find out what the intent is. What's, what is the overall intent of what is the outcome we're trying to accomplish? And when you have the outcome that you're trying to accomplish in, in mind, you have that, you're off to the races. You, If you know what the intent of the senior leadership and what the organization is, you have everything you need to take action in the absence of orders. That's what leaders do. So do it. The fifth trait is dependability. Pretty simple. But my God, it's so, it's so, <laughs> such a vacuum of people, people that aren't dependable, it seems like, people that don't do what they say they're going to do. So it's simple. Just do what you said you were going to do. It is that simple. Think of all the inefficiencies that you're confronted with because of people who are constantly pushing deadlines out or they don't complete their assigned tasks. It happens all the time. Don't be that person. Be dependable. The sixth leadership trait is tact. This doesn't get talked about a lot, but it's huge. Leaders are very intentional about tact. Now, this means you got to be in control of your emotion, right? Tact allows your your commands, your guidance, your leadership ability, your opinions that are constructed in in a constructive way, right? You're not creating hostility. This is the ability to talk about difficult things without getting everybody screwing themselves in this, into the ceiling because they just emotionally can't stand what you just said, right? I mean, some of the examples that I saw in the Marine Corps, for example, is like, it's kind of the old, have you heard when you, you kind of praise in public, criti criticize in private, that's using tact, right? You don't, if somebody makes a mistake, you don't call them out and embarrass them in, in front of everybody. You know, you pull them aside, if, particularly if this is an honest mistake. You know, if this is something that, you know, pull them aside, um, you do it discreetly. There's this kind of this myth that there's a lot of shouting involved, or a lot of 
short haircuts and screaming in the Marine Corps. That screaming is just boot camp. Particularly as an officer, man, if you're yelling, you're doing something wrong. You've got to be very tactful in everything that you do, being that composed force in a chaotic situation. The seventh leadership trait is integrity. It goes without saying. We all know what integrity is. It's your character. You gain trust in your integrity. Your character is built, you know, a penny at a time. And you put those in your pocket. You got your integrity pocket, your character pocket, and you can lose it all in a second. It can take a lifetime to build. You can lose it in a matter of seconds of one stupid decision. Integrity is your bond. You've got to hold it. It's precise. People don't follow people that don't, they don't trust. And if you lose it, it's very difficult to get back. Sometimes it's impossible. It's not always impossible, but it never goes back to what it fully was. And so that's why you've got to have your integrity. What's the old adage, right? Do as I say, not as I do. Don't be that person. Have integrity. The eighth trait is endurance. We don't talk about endurance a lot in the civilian sector because when we think about endurance in the Marine Corps, it makes sense. you got to have the physical ability to take on, and, and particularly if you're the leader, you, know, you don't want to be the one that's in the back. You want to be the one leading from the front or setting that example. So you got to be in shape. you got to have endurance. Well, Endurance is not only physical, it's certainly mental. And mental endurance is so important in business because we're constantly dealing with chaos. So it's physical and it's mental. You got to learn how to take care of yourself. You got to learn how to be at top of your shape. You got to learn how to be healthy. Do what you have to do to increase your endurance to deal with stressful situations. That's a requirement for leadership. The ninth one is bearing. Never lose your bearing, they always said in the Marine Corps. We'd be sitting there, and that's why they're doing like these inspections. We'd stand there before we get secured for liberty when we're in training. And you're standing there at attention, and you know, and a fly lands on your face. You can't scratch it, you know. And the, the reason why they're teaching you to do that is like you got to learn the ability to not lose your bearing because when you lose your bearing, it becomes all about you. And remember, leadership isn't about you. You need to look the part of the leader. You've got to be maniacal about how you think or, or, or be in tune to how you're coming across because it's important to have the look of a leader. If you're coming in you know, sloppily dressed, like you don't care about your appearance, the way you, you talk and carry yourself, that's going to be a window into your character, rightly or wrongly. But remember, perception is reality a lot of times to people. And so you want to have this appearance of fitness, of bearing, of being squared away, if you will. Be calm, be cool, particularly when you make mistakes. The 10th trait is unselfishness. You've got to be selfless. This isn't about you. It's about them, always. It's looking out for other people's comfort, looking out for their own career advancement at the expense of yours. The funny thing is, or the way the universe works, is that the more that you do that, the more that you get rewarded. I don't know how it works that way. The Bible talks about it. We all know. But if you go to try to fill those, your own personal buckets up selfishly, directly, you can never get them full. But if you're unselfish, if you're selfless, you eat last. Like this, the Marine Corps, they... they bottle up unselfishness as the leaders eat last. And I love that concept from day one. Like the more senior you are, the further in the back of the line that you go. If you show up without your sleeping bag in the field, I'm the one that goes without, not you. Even though you made the mistake, I'm, I unselfishly give you my sleeping bag. So those little things are very impactful. And you don't see that a lot in organizations. But well, you want to set yourself apart, be unselfish. It's critical. The 11th one is courage. We talk about courage a lot in this show. Look, the fear and uncertainty never goes away. You got to have the ability to recognize that fear, recognize that danger, recognize that criticism, but you 
in a composed manner, in a calm manner, you continue to go ahead. You continue to step forward. You continue to make those decisions. You accept that criticism without losing your bearing. In a tactful way, you deal with that stressful situation. All of that demands courage. Physical, physical courage, yes. Moral courage, absolutely. That's the biggest dearth or the biggest absence in the corporate arena is the ability to have moral courage. The twelfth one is knowledge. You got to know your job. Doesn't mean you have to know everything, but you certainly have to be constantly improving and never accepting that you know everything about your job. There's always something to learn. Understanding your job, it's all part of your professional knowledge. Don't ever stop. The gaining and retention of knowledge is critical for leaders. Leaders are always learning, always. Thirteenth trait is loyalty. We don't talk about that a lot. And there's a lack of loyalty, I think, I think in, in every aspect of our lives and our culture, right? So our motto in the Marine Corps was Semper Fidelis, always faithful. Unswerving loyalty up and down the chain. Powerful. If you're a leader, if you're in the organization, you should be loyal to that organization. You should be loyal to its mission, right? You should be loyal to the people because people see it. And loyalty cannot be blind. And then the last one is enthusiasm. You've got to be enthusiastic. It can't be fake. It's got to be a sincere interest, a sincere kind of motivation or exuberance in doing your job. You've got to display interest. You've got to be enthusiastic. You've got to be optimistic. You've got to be willing to accept the challenges that you're faced with on a day-to-day basis. That's the price of admission. You can't go into this job and freak out when things don't go your way. You can't freak out because one of your best employees quit. You can't freak out because one of your managers doesn't get what you're trying to do. It's all the price of admission. People and the organizations are hungry for composed forces in chaotic situations. And I think the best way that you can become or start to learn and be intentional about being the composed force in a chaotic situation is understanding these 14 leadership traits. The acronym is JJ Did Tie Buckle. Justice, judgment, dependability, initiative, decisiveness, tact, integrity, enthusiasm, bearing, unselfishness, courage, knowledge, loyalty, and endurance. A great foundation to start to set, your, set yourself apart as being a, a great leader. I hope you got some value out of this. I wanted to keep it short as possible. Hope you found some value. Let me know what you think about this. Follow me on your favorite podcast application. And if you found some value in this, man, it would mean the world to me if you would leave me a five-star rating and review, particularly an Apple podcast. And thank you to Cole Principal, who just sent me one on December 6th, where she says, he or she says, Dose of Leadership is a podcast that delivers very engaging guests coupled with thought-provoking questions by the host. Make the experience enjoyable. Definitely worth a follow. Thank you, Cole Principal. That means the world to me. I appreciate that you're finding some value in the show. Anyway, thanks, everybody, for listening to the show. Go to DoseOfLeadership.com to learn more, and I will see you next week with a couple other great episodes. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu.